If you wanna be better in English, you came to the right place. This is my life and other funny stories. The podcast. Hello and welcome to the second episode of my podcast, My Life and Other Funny Stories. Thank you so much for taking the time and coming back to the second part of my Erasmus experience. And I will get into that story in a second. But first, I wanted to highlight uh, one thing after the feedback uh, that I got after the first episode. And that is that, of course, me telling the story is a slight over-exaggeration. Over-exaggeration means that it is much more dramatic than it was in the reality. I wanted to make it funnier and a little bit more dramatic. And that is why. And of course, I am also a drama queen. So everything is in my world uh, much more dramatic than in reality. And as I said in the first episode, I was writing the book as I was experiencing all of the troubles and all of the problems. And when you are experiencing something in that moment, the emotions are always stronger than when you look back at it months and years later. So I would describe the experience differently today. But I wanted to stay true to myself and just go with it as it was when I was there. As you will see, my feelings and emotions changed during the second and third part of the book. Without further ado, that's what I said also last time. Without further ado, A-D-O, it means without waiting any longer. So without waiting any longer, without further ado, Let's go and start the second part. Part two. I guess this is my life now. So, at that point, it was a month since I came to France and it all seemed to be much more normal. This was what my life was for the time being. My schedule was complete And my routine was established. I am a very routine person. I love them. <laughs> I wish I could have spoken to my one month ago self. So to myself, but one month ago. And told her that it would be all right. I am not going to sugarcoat it. To sugarcoat something means that you speak about something in more positive way than it actually was. So I am not going to sugarcoat it. It was tough. And that means difficult for me in the first weeks, but it still continued to be a little bit rocky even now. When something is rocky, it's again not easy. <laughs> The thing is, I always expect the future to be without any problems, but this is not how it works. There are always some obstacles. 
Obstacles are the things uh, on a track when you run and you have to jump over them. That is obstacle. So there are always some obstacles. There always will be. And that is okay. Anyway, with all the negativity I was carrying around, I told myself that I need to get into a better mind space. So I put together a list of things I am grateful for. And I finally got something out of reading 1,245 self-help books. Money well spent. Am I right? And remember, I know I have a lot of things to be grateful for. But this is what I came up with when everything seemed unbearable. Unbearable means that uh, when you feel that something is unbearable, you cannot do it anymore. It's too much. Things I am grateful for. Number one, ability to FaceTime my family and friends. Number two, student discounts. Student discounts uh, happen when you can pay less for being a student. <laughs> number three, friendly people. And number four, ability to experience a foreign country, which was amazing. I forced myself to look on the bright side, even though I didn't feel like it. But it really helped. The truth is, this is such a unique experience and I should get the best of it. I realized that I have actually met people that are amazing and I want to spend time with them, which, believe me, does not happen often. Of course, not everything was suddenly perfect. My French was still not good and every conversation that needed to be carried out completely in French, which means every conversation that I had to make uh, in French, was kind of, well, very stressful. Scenarios that are likely to follow after I ask a French person a question in French. So, 15% of time. I actually understand the response. Yay! Maybe 25% of the times. I understand half of it, but I think I get the main idea. And the rest, I understand nothing But I act as I do and I say d'accord, merci beaucoup and move away. Which means, okay, I understand, thank you very much. <laughs> But uh, in those cases, I didn't understand and I was thanking for nothing. <laughs> uh, But trust me, uh, right now, as I am 25, the situation is much, much better. But... I will talk about that some other time. I wasn't kidding when I said that we don't have a microwave here. 
Uh, and it wouldn't be a funny joke. <laughs> In the first weeks, I needed to find an alternative, as I refused to buy a pot and a pen, which I reevaluated, which means that I changed my mind on this topic later, and I got myself a pen because it was getting a bit too rough. I was thinking. Okay, so what gadget will help me the most? And I got myself a kettle. Kettle is the thing you make uh, your water boil in for tea and for coffee. I thought that I would be creative and I would manage to survive on just cooking with a kettle. But <laughs> turns out... It is way more difficult than I thought. Uh, actually, it is almost impossible. Well, you are able to survive, but it is not exactly the best culinary experience. Here are some tips uh, for things you can make with a kettle if you need to. Number one, tea and coffee. I know, right? You didn't expect that. Number two, couscous. That was my best friend. Number three, oatmeal. It's not the best, but it is all right. Number four, Chinese noodle soup. Classic. And number five, you can defrost frozen vegetables with hot boiling water. But it is kind of nasty. Nasty means disgusting, not very good. Ah, so as you can see, not the best meals. <laughs> By this time, I also went on some trips. Even though I went with some friends, sometimes I just ended up discovering the places alone. Because I tried to stay as low budget as possible. Low budget means that you want to spend little money. And not everyone wants to do that. Usually, it is a lot of walking. I am not kidding. Uh, when I say I am not kidding, it means that it is not a joke. <laughs> when I was walking through Paris... By 4 p.m., I had to take a break every 15 minutes, sit down and just let my feet hang for a bit because the exhaustion, the exhaustion is the feeling when you, uh, that you get when you are very tired, was real. But it has its own charms. When something has its own charms, it means that it has some advantages. I made a pretty good picture of the city center, which is not always the case when you take trams or buses everywhere. Another thing that I have learned at the French Uni, which is not intentionally taught, uh, that means that I didn't, uh, they didn't teach me that on purpose. They didn't want to teach me, but I learned that. <laughs> uh, is that it is very rare for any class to start 
on time. I have always made a little bit of fun out of the fact that professors are not rushing anywhere, even in the Czech Republic. But here it is on another level. In the book, you can see a small graph that I created uh, that uh, shows the number of people in class and the time. So when the class starts at 10 a.m., 9.55, I am in the classroom and I am waiting. Then it's 10 a.m. and then it, there is still only me. 10.05. It's me and one other person. It's 10.10. There is me, one other person and the teacher. 10.15, the rest of the class shows up. Right. That really didn't help my own punctuality. Punctuality is the ability to come on time. Uh, so uh, the longer I was in France, the later <laughs> I was showing up everywhere. I was just embracing chaos. <laughs> the weather uh, was very tricky. And by very tricky, I mean in unpredictable. I know that was Normandy. It rains a lot. I get that. I am not complaining about the weather. That would be unnecessary. However, I will complain about the timing of the weather. Because this is my book and also my podcast and I can do whatever I want. I felt like it is important to mention my luck my luck with the timing of the weather. When I was in the classroom, it was sunny outside. It was so beautiful. I wanted to go out. Then my class finished and I had to walk to my dorm room. Dorm room uh, is uh, the building or the room you get from university and you can live there. It was exactly seven minutes uh, seven minute walk from my classroom to my dorm room. It was sunny when I was sitting in the classroom. Then on my seven minute walk, it started, it started raining so hard. I was incredibly wet when I came back. I was like, I took a shower. <laughs> and then I came to my room and it was sunny again. Sometimes... I feel like Murphy's laws are working overtime with the weather here. When something or someone is working overtime, it means that it works a lot or too much. So Murphy's laws were working too much and too often. Right, I have an umbrella, an umbrella. of course I do. How many times did I use it? I don't know what it is, but every time I have it in my bag, I just don't need it. And every time I forget it, it is raining like it's no one's business. When it's uh, 
raining like it's no one's business, it means that it rains a lot. And when on the topic of my luck, I got sick while in France. Don't worry, it was not serious. Not that you were worried. <laughs> But the thing is that I am never sick. Maybe once every two years. So, of course, I had to fall ill while being alone in a foreign country. I know, I am being super dramatic. It wasn't that bad. I just had a fever and a few other problems. But I recovered after a week. And thank God it wasn't COVID. Because I swear, if I had to stay in my shoebox of a room for more than a week alone, I would literally go crazy. Even the week after my illness, I felt so weak and it was impossible to force myself to be active. Erasmus party? My mind was like, hell yeah! But my body just refused to get out of the bed. I remember someone telling me before I left for France that the Erasmus experience is all about partying and nothing else. I guess it does not have to be like that all the time. People think I'm partying uh, in France, but what I was actually doing was visiting museums, reading, walking in parks and having wine with my friends. During my whole stay in France, I was sometimes struggling with my mental health. It feels weird. Weird means strange. Writing in here and saying it in a podcast, since it is something so personal, but it is a part of me and I'm not ashamed of that. Sometimes I just stayed in my bed and didn't want to do anything, but that is okay too. Anyway, working on this book helped me to feel more productive and get out of my head for a second. So, here you have a little tip from me when you are depressed. And just to remind you, this is not meant to be taken seriously. Cry in the shower. That way you cannot tell what is water and what are your tears. Bonus. You can cross out basic hygiene off your non-existent to-do list. Multitasking who? And here we are at the end of the part two. The next part, number three, is called Where did the time go? And it is about my final weeks in France. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you want to make sure that you do not miss any new one, you can sign up for a newsletter and I will send you an email every time there is a new episode. You can find the link in the notes below the podcast. If you were not sure about any words, check out the transcript and also make sure you check your understanding 
with the quiz that you find under the transcript. I will be happy for any feedback. You can write me a message on Instagram where you can find me at dainka73. Have a lovely day and bye-bye. Goodbye and see you soon.